You both said today that you love each other and I believe it, but I'm trying to tell you love is not enough for a successful marriage. There's so many other things that go in it. It's not just about you anymore. Here is today's case. Taking back Andrew has been the biggest mistake of my life. I'm so sick of Deja accusing me of cheating. Andrew disappears for days on end and has nothing to say. Yes, I may go away for days at a time, but it's for business, and she knows that. Andrew has humiliated me numerous times, and I'm tired of it. Deja's trying to drive a wedge between me and my brother. I'm sick of Andrew's trash. I'm ending it today for good. I just want her to believe me so we can move on with our lives. Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Faith Jenkins presiding. Your Honor, as you know, for the first time on Divorce Court, we have a virtual audience, and it's filled with your super fans. Today's super fan of the day is Cara from Dallas, Texas. Hi, Cara. Welcome to Divorce Court. We're so happy to have you with us. Your Honor, today's case is Roberts versus Wilson. Thank you. Deja Roberts. Yes, Your Honor. You have brought your husband, Andrew Wilson. Yes, Your Honor. To court today. You say he owes you $1,000 and the two of you having a number of problems in your relationship you want to discuss here today. Yes, Your Honor. And I understand, Mr. Wilson, you have a witness with you, Shimon Mims. Yes, ma'am. He yes, is yes, your, your brother. He's my half-brother, yes, Your Honor. Okay. I'll hear from you shortly, Mr. Mims, but I'd like to hear from the two of you first. I understand that... This is not your first time on divorce court. No. You have been here before? Yes. You broke up, you're reconciled, and yes, now you're back. And now we are here. And uh, I'm here because I'm tired of being tired. Before, I wasn't seeing clearly. But now I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired because he's cheating on me. He stay out all times of the night. He stole from me, first of all. He stole $1,000 from me. And I'm tired. I deserve better. I'm young. I deserve to be free and have some peace well, of mind. And you are young. You're 22 years old. Yes. And you've been married for a year and a half. Yes. And twice now, the two of you have been before this court. What do you have to say for yourself, Mr. Wilson? The last time you were here, you said that getting married so young was the biggest mistake of your life. Yes, Your Honor, I So did. what made you reconcile? I did say that, and we, you know, we, we came to terms and we, we gave it another shot, and it was going smooth for a little while. But these accusations about cheating... Is, is why it's not gonna be able to work out now. Like, I want this to work out, but she needs to, come on, like, work with me. It's a ha partnership. Have you been cheating? No, of course not. Me? No. No, Your Honor, I have not. She knows that I handle business. I'm a businessman. We, we are married, that's a business, so I do what I have to do for us. But, like, anytime I leave the house, I'm cheating. So there's really no reason for her to feel that way. It's in her mind. In her mind only. Okay, yes, Ms. Roberts, so I will hear from you now. Give me some examples of what you say you have discovered since the last time you left this court, the two of you reconciled. Okay, so we broke up last time for a good couple months, and it was hard for me. Like, I, I really went through a hard time, a, a good bit of depression during that point in time. Who called who? Who made the first move to get back together? I'd like to know that. He did. He... We went, we, we went from acting like we didn't know each other to talking. And then talking turned into texting and communicating more. And then we, we were moved in together. So, like I said, he broke his phone. And after he broke his phone, I let him use mine until he got a new one. So his phone came, and I'm using my phone, and I want to get on Twitter. So I'm on Twitter thinking it's my account. 
and I see some unknown messages, like I don't know who this person is. And as I'm looking at the messages, I see Andrew and another lady. And I have, I have screenshots, I took screenshots because he was like, you're invading my privacy, but you yeah, logged in on my phone. So this was your phone and this he had logged in to his account on your phone? Yeah, he so logged into all of his business accounts on my phone. He does music, so I allow him to use my phone. So looking so. at these messages, these are messages you saw on Twitter on your phone. So and you weren't like, popping up right before me. Oh. I mean, like, I'm logged in and he logged in at the same time and he texted me at the same time. Who's in the blue? One date. Him. And okay. she's in the white. So this person responds for what? And you respond, sir, to eat and laugh, just have a good time. This person responds, and again for what? And you say, I can show you better than I can tell you. Well, it looks to me like you're asking her out on a date. Yeah. One, one date. Your Honor, and like you said, one date. This is not somebody I've been romantically involved with. This is an old friend. We're catching up. Like... When I catch up with my old friends, I don't call them dates. Sir? Your Honor, it's, it, it's, it, it can be perfectly justified. Why don't you just start over and be truthful, conversation. sir? I'm being truthful, Your Honor. I was talking to an old friend, catching up, wanted to go out for a date, grab a little something to eat, talk more in person. That's all I meant. Okay, Mr. Wilson, well, I know that's not true. Let's look at the next message. I want you. Oh, what are you talking about now? You, try, you still trying to catch up with somebody? An old friend, this another old friend? Even if I wasn't talking to somebody, wouldn't happen. You got rejected right there on the mm. spot. Bet. But you know that though, I feel like you just asking to see if my answer changes. And you say, I'm gonna keep asking. Your Honor. Well, Mr. Wilson? Last time I checked, talking isn't cheating. Mm. So if that's what you were asking me Did I give her... Yeah, I had a few conversations. But I'm not cheating on my wife. I love this woman. I need you to start acting like you love her. These messages are not indicative of love. These messages are indicative of lust. Lust for another woman. And it looks like the only reason you didn't cheat with this woman is because she rejected you. <sighs> I'm sure I'm not seeing all the messages because you said you're gonna keep asking. These are just the messages she has evidence of. For all I know, you kept asking. For all I know, you might have gotten what you wanted. And, you know, you can't even... This is her phone. She's not even looking through. Most of the times I have people come in here, they looking and searching through other people's phones. Not the case here. Pretty significant evidence, sir. So you need to take a hard look at yourself. You haven't been doing right. The two of you only been back together a few months. And married men in monogamous relationships don't date. The only thing constant in this relationship is dysfunction. And I've heard you say love is, isn't just what makes a marriage. You have to have more than love. I'm happy that you understand that. And now you're back saying you just didn't know. You do know, but you're choosing to look the other way. Why? when you saw these messages? You didn't confront him? I, he just, he, he, come, he combated me with, you're invading my privacy. You had no business looking at that. That was none of your business. What you going through my stuff for? This was your phone, am I right? This was my phone. And it, it, everything I said was just combated with, that's mine, it's my account, it's my account. Why are you Hold on a second. 
So I was, I just, I, I, me wanting it to make it work, being young and naive, I swept it under the rug and just continued to sweep it under the rug. That's all I did. Well, you're making a choice now, Ms. Roberts, because you've been here before. Yes. And the Honorable Judge Lynn Toller gave you some very significant advice the last time. It was pertinent and relevant to your life. She even gave you her book to read. Did you read the book? Yes, ma'am. I finished the whole thing. Which... Well, you didn't apply any of the things she said in the book. If you're back in court today saying you were just young and naive and don't know any better. The first time, you can use that excuse. But the second time, you're making a choice. With all the things that the two of you have in the past, and now you're back saying you just didn't know. You do know, but you're choosing to look the other way. Why? Love. And to ignore experience. And I've heard you say love is, isn't just what makes a marriage. You have to have more than love. Mm -hmm. So now seeing that now, like it's like I had a coming to. So now I just, I'm done. Well, I I'm happy that you understand that because you know what love is? It encompasses a lot of other things. Respect and loyalty. And it doesn't encompass your husband out on Twitter searching for dates. Who is your witness, sir? I brought my, my brother, Shaman Mims. Mr. Mims? Yes, Your Honor. Please step up to the lectern. You have been a witness to your brother's marriage, short marriage, a year and a half. They've yes. been here twice. Yes, Your Honor. What do you have to say about this? Um, honestly, I'm here today. I, I think this should be dissolved, completely dissolved at this point. It's, it's out of hand. I, my brother's, he's, he, he made a mistake. She made a mistake. They were too young. They were not prepared for it. They don't, they didn't understand what a commitment encompasses. I love my brother. I got married at a young age. I'm not sure if he was following my path. It was a bad move on my, I felt like, you know, but I lived and I learned. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that he, he, I think he took that step thinking that he could, I guess, work through it and make it work. But he's not ready. That's mm -hmm. just the bottom line. I think he's not ready. He's not prepared for that. You need to listen to your brother. But you already knew this before you came into court today because you said the last time you were here, you knew you weren't ready. Obviously, you're not ready, sir, because you're still out looking for dates. If you're going to be out looking for dates, then just be single, like your brother just said. Thank you, Mr. Mams. Thank uh, you. Yes, Your Honor. It's so interesting because... Oftentimes, when I have siblings come in or relatives come in for a witness, so he's here, he is your blood, your family. Yes, y'all. And he's not here just to pat you on the back and say what a great stellar person you are. He literally came into court today and said he is not ready to be married. He never was ready. But I don't know if it's a pattern, a cycle, if it's familiarity. I don't know what it is. But you keep going back, doing the same things. You know what the definition of insanity is? Doing the same thing and expecting different results. That's the two of you. Because you can't say anymore that you don't know any better. You're making a choice not to do better. The only thing constant in this relationship is dysfunction. And that pattern has to change when the two of you go your separate ways. You have the rest of your life. You're 22, you're 26 years old. You have the rest of your life, now that you've learned what works for you, 
what doesn't work for you, what love is, what love isn't. You have the rest of your life now to find the love that you want in your life. This isn't it. Yes. We have this extra money coming in. So I gave him $1,000 of it. This time I gave it to him, he was gone for two days. What did you use that money for? I made some investments in my music and I got some promotion plans and... Your body language and it is, is way off right now. You're not telling the truth. If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Miss the show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and follow us on social media for exclusive content. You're suing for $1,000. Tell me about that. Okay, so him and his friends, they went out. They went out to... They were supposed to be doing a performance. He, do, he frequently does performances and stuff like that. What so. kind of performances do you do, sir? Uh, Besides this one you gave in court earlier today. <laughs> I do music, so I could do like a vocal performance, like a little show, a little set, maybe two, three songs. You sing? I rap. Rap, okay. Go ahead, ma'am. And this particular time, he says, I'm going to need some stuff to take to the performance with me. So I was working two jobs at this point and saving up all the money that we could. So, and then the pandemic hits and we have this extra money coming in. So I gave him $1,000 of it so he could use to do what he needed to do at the performance. You're talking about the stimulus check you mm -hmm. received? Okay, that's, that's not what we're supposed to be using that money for. But, but I, okay, I'm not gonna tell the government. This time I gave it to him, he was gone for two days. Like he just disappeared <laughs> for two days. And then he leaves his phone. He leaves his phone with his brother somehow. I call his phone. I'm like, where he at? I'm texting him, calling him, where he at? He disappeared for 48 hours. You're saying you never heard from him in 48 hours. I never heard from him for, for 48 hours. And this is outside of the norm? We weren't living together at this point. Mm -hmm. So we sometimes would not go, like, talking every second, every minute. I understand. So it was... And I knew he had something to do, so it wasn't unusual. But when 24 hours passed and I heard nothing... I was like, okay, something up. So by the time that I'm about to get like super worried, I'm telling uh, he his brother answers the phone and I was like, he he good, he left his phone here. I'm just like, well, where he been for two days? What he what he doing for two days? You gave him the one thousand dollars. Was there an agreement between the two of you that he would pay you this money back? I I gave it to him to use for expenses. Mm -hmm. These are our, these are our expenses. I I, I inquire our business to be, like, our business expenses. I think that he used it to go and just do whatever he wanted to do. Mr. Wilson, what happened? For, first of all, Your Honor, I didn't borrow any money from my wife because mm -hmm. that's my wife. Mm -hmm. So, and it was a gift. She knew what I needed it. Despite what I choose to use it for, I asked for it. My question to you is $1,000. What did you use that money for? I used it for the music. I made some investments in my music and I got some promotion plans and... Your body language and, and is, is way off right now. You're not telling the truth. I just, I can't believe a word that's coming out of your mouth right now. And it's not funny. One, and I like to laugh. We want to be in on the joke. Mr. Wilson, why don't you try the truth for the first time in court today? Why don't you try the truth, sir? All right. 
If I may, Your Honor, I, uh, I did take the $1,000 and uh, I went out with an ex. Mm. Okay. How was time? All he had to do was tell the truth. Well, Mr. Mims, you're gonna pay your wife that money back. Married or not. That's I... not what you agreed to use that money for. And you're gonna pay her every dime of that $1,000 back. a lot to learn and you have a lot of growing up to do. I think the most truthful thing you've ever said in this courtroom was the last time you were here when you said you were absolutely not ready to be married. Because from beginning to end, the last time you were here, the testimony I heard and everything I've heard today, you simply don't know how to treat your wife. And that lack of respect you have for her is really because of lack of respect you have for yourself. And you have your brother here who is how many years older than you? Six, seven years older seven. than you? And he tried to tell you, he's given you some advice. I've read exactly what he said in his papers about the advice he's given you. So you have somebody in your life who is speaking the truth to you and you need to start listening. The two of you split up, you go crawling back to her two months later, calling her up. Don't answer that phone next time. Leave his text messages on red. You better get yourself some willpower because you're enabling him. You're allowing him to come back in your life and treat you like a doormat and walk all over you for the second time. Yeah. Don't let anybody else do that to you. This is the last time. Yes. If I see your name pop up, on my schedule again, I'm picking up the phone. You're not coming back up in here again. Not with Mr. Wilson. And I hope and pray not with anyone else. Because when you walk out of here, you better walk into finding yourself some self-esteem. You need to talk to your brother, sir. Tell him how selfish and disrespectful he has been. A real man knows about loyalty and trust and faithfulness, and what love really is. $1,000, that's how much you're paying Miss Roberts, $1,000, that's my judgment. Good luck to both of you. The judge's reaction was fair. I feel like she gave it to me straight. She told it to me honest, and that's what I needed at this point. I think I love him and I support him because he don't have a lot of people in his corner. I think I, I, I stand up for the underdog sometimes, and I believe my husband is a winner. I don't know, man. I'm just gonna focus on me right now. Maybe she is, right? It sounds like he's on the roll, so I'm ready to go. I'm ready to follow through with the divorce.